If that person is listening, the person that took that battery, I would return it as fast as you can to the police. Repent of what you have done. Because you're not stealing from man, you're stealing from God. And that is a dangerous place to be in. Repent. Turn to God. Turn that battery to the police and you will be blessed your whole life will turn round and you won't be in poverty anymore if you live in truth and righteousness I know in South Africa Reinhard Bonker preached a sermon and he spoke to the people that were stealing and it was amazing but the next day they, the police said or people were returning things that they stole from their homes and they were, they were not arrested. The police forgave them. But these people, their lives were turned round in such a way that they never ever had to steal again. So repent to the Lord. Turn to him and he will save you and deliver you out of that poverty that causes you to steal. So that is my message to that thief. Anyway, this morning I would like to carry on on the message that I started yesterday on the gospel message. And I want to preach it again, but at a deeper level. Because... 
I want to tell you why I'm able to pray for Ebola virus. It takes a bit of courage to confront a whole uh, plague. And I want to let you know how I came to this place where I was able to obey God on such a big issue. And it happened earlier this year while I was in New Zealand. I was preparing a message for Ladies in Revival Conference when the Lord said, I want to show you something. I said, yes, Lord. And the Lord says, come with me back into the book of Genesis. And he took me back to Adam and Eve. And he said to me, when Adam and Eve chose to disobey me by eating of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, I want to share with you the devastation they brought upon the whole of mankind. When they ate of that fruit and gave the world the authority of this earth that God had given them, they gave this earth where there was no sin, no sickness, no death, no poverty, no problems, over to the devil in exchange for the knowledge of good and evil. And in that moment, they were cut off from God, made spiritually dead, to be born of the flesh only, and to live in the limited earthly realm of this earth where the impossible would always stay impossible simply because they were spiritually dead. And this is where sin, sickness and death entered into the world. And yes, people could do spiritual things like the witch doctors are able to call up the spirits from the ground and blow them to anywhere in the world. And these spiritual things do work. But there are two spiritual realms. There's a spiritual realm of heaven and of God. And there's also the spiritual realm of the fallen angels. That is the devil and his angels that were cast out of heaven for their sin. And people can go into the spiritual realm, but they are still dead spiritually. They have to do certain things to uh, draw the spiritual realm to them because the spiritual realm is where one can do supernatural things in both the heavenly realm as well as the hellish realm. In the heavenly realm, one calls down blessings and in the hellish realm, one pushes forth curses. But both are supernatural. So all of you in Africa know about these realms because you have seen um, the people operate in them. 
But what does it mean to be spiritually dead? Is to be spiritually dead on the limited realm of this earth means that you can only operate normally in the physical realm, the physical realm of gravity, the physical realm of this earth. But after Jesus came and took our sin, sickness and death upon himself to die in our place upon the cross, he cancelled the agreement that Adam and Eve made with those who choose to believe. Now this means that the moment that a person turns from sin, because sin is the greatest curse on this earth, sin is worse than sickness because sickness can destroy the body from this life. But sin destroys this life and eternal life because then per a person will not only die of the flesh but will die the second death as well at the white throne of judgment which is in the future. So we only have this life to decide where we are going. We can choose to be forgiven and go and live in heaven with Jesus where there's no sin, no sickness and no death or we can stay in sin, sickness and death which gives us a future to be eternally separated from God in sin, sickness and death in hell for eternity. <coughs> So these are the only two directions one can make when one is alive. And you've got to make the decision now because life is the preparation into eternity. Just as a, a worm has to live as a worm first and then he goes into a cocoon he doesn't realize when he goes into the cocoon, which to him is death, that he's going to come out as a butterfly. So the Lord's given us these little things in nature to show us. At the moment, we living as one could say as a worm. Death is going into the cocoon. Are we going to come out as a butterfly? Are we going to come out having made the choice for eternal life and heaven forever and ever. But over and above this, there's something even greater. The moment we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and receive his Holy Spirit, which raised Jesus from the dead, to within our hearts, we become born again to eternal life but we as children born again of heaven sons and children of God in heaven by our choice we are born again spiritually which means we have back 
what Adam and Eve had before they sinned, which means we can rise up and live on another realm with authority over nature, authority over distance. As we are speaking now, people are going to be healed this morning over distance, over telephone and over radio. God can do this. Authority to cast out demons and authority to heal the sick. And each one of us gives are given this wonderful extra authority. And I have seen it work over and over. The problem is we say, well, why aren't all Christians living it? Well, the problem is many Christians receive Jesus later on in life. They are so used to living on the limited realm of this earth that they receive Jesus and carry on living on the limited realm of this earth. Isn't that crazy? But yet so many of us do that. Instead of realizing who we are in God, sons and daughters of the living God, I have seen food being multiplied in South Africa. Um, we uh, only had enough food for two people and there were 17 of us. And our host prayed over the food and started to spoon out the few spoonfuls of food in each plate and she suddenly realized there's still more in the cereal packet and she carried on spooning and spooning and spooning until all 17 bowls were full of cereal and there was still the same amount of cereal in the cereal packet that was a miracle of multiplication of food it tasted the same and we all went on our long journeys away from that camp with full stomachs Many times the orphans have been fed and when we've had no food, God has suddenly multiplied the food and all the orphans have been fed. I have seen it with my own eyes. I have also seen the Lord stop the rain for a crusade. I have seen him turn back cyclones and drive it out to sea in India doing an L-shaped turn. I mean, storms do not do L-shaped turns. They go straight. But this cyclone did an L-shaped turn out to sea in answer for prayer because we prayed that that storm go out to sea and it had to do an L-shaped turn to go out to sea. And God caused that cyclone to do an L-shaped turn out to sea. And that play, whole of Bimavaram was saved from the most devastating flooding. So you can actually stop the rain in prayer or stop a drought in prayer. Our Many of our people in Ghana, especially in the rainforest and in uh, Malawi, in the Malusi area, those people pray for rain every week and They get wonderful harvests every year because they pray. They keep away the droughts. They keep away the floods. They have just the right amount of rain for good crops. And those Christians are living lives blessed with the abundance of God. And there are not sick people there because they've learned to pray for one another. You know, when John G. Lake came, he 
had great faith in God and he prayed for everybody in Stockholm in the USA. There was not one sick person in that whole city because people learnt that you can keep sickness away through prayer. And in the same way, this is what gave me the confidence to pray against the Obolo in your country. And from the first time where God said, pray and take authority over the Ebola virus, that moment in Duratam, it stopped. And there's been no Ebola in that place since. And that is why we realize that the Lord wanted to do something about the devil's attack on Sierra Leone by teaching his people, you people, who you are in him. And how to take authority over this devastating sickness in the name of Jesus. And that is why we are going from town to town, village to village right now. Bobo is preaching the gospel message in the evenings. And when we can get on radio, we do. And we are just preaching the great and wonderful and glorious news of Jesus who loves you so much and wants to set you free and your country free from sin, from sickness and give you eternal life. Jesus is the only answer to our world today. There is no other answer. Yes, we thank God for the uh, support of America who is putting some uh, clinics in your country and who is has told n- none of you to move for four days to try and stop the sickness and yes that is on the physical realm do those things abide by what you are told on the news god uses doctors too god uses both ways but the spiritual way to take authority from the spiritual realm is the most effective way because it says in the Bible that every knee must bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And this victory Jesus won on the cross and every sickness has a name. Every demon has a name. Ebola virus has a name. And at the name of Jesus, Every sickness has to bow the knee and go. And Ebola virus has to bow the knee and go. And your town, I believe, has been set free for a day now. I believe there's nobody else that has died from Ebola since Friday night. This is the power of God. It's not chance. It happened only after your people, who we prayed with together, took authority over Ebola in the name of Jesus. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is alive. Every word of the Bible is true. Behind every sentence is the power of heaven. It is filled with blessings. It is filled with promises. 
Now I was up in New Zealand in the mountains and the Lord said, you see these great, great lakes in New Zealand? I said, yes, Lord. He says, as great as these lakes are, even greater are my lakes of blessings. But they remained almost untapped by my people. Teach my people to have faith in me. Teach my people to come and receive from me the blessings from heaven for their families. Healing, blessings, good crops, healthy children, healthy animals. Everything they touch will be blessed. As it says in the Bible, choose you this day life and good or death and evil. When a nation turns to God, they are blessed. When England turned to God, it became Great Britain, the greatest nation in the world. But now that Britain has turned its back on God, what has happened? England's come downwards. And we're just praying that England will return to God and very, very soon. So don't follow England. Don't follow anything except Jesus. He's the one that can bless your land. He's the one that can turn your land from poverty, from the war. It's had so many wars. He wants to bless it with abundance He wants to bless the people with health and joy. And we've got to turn from the Ebola sickness. We've got to turn from our sin. Sinners, turn to God. Thieves, return your goods to the police station today. Turn from the sin. And turn to God and follow God in righteousness and see for yourself how God will bless you. How you will never have to steal again because of the poverty that's caused you to do it. If you are drunk, turn from that drink. You don't really want to drink. You've just got too weak to say no. Turn to God and he will give you the strength to say no. And he will give you joy unspeakable. God can heal you in a second. Because it's truth. And if any of you would like to receive Jesus now, turn from your sin. Let's pray this prayer together. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I turn from it now. I want to follow you, Lord, in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Thank you for forgiving me my sin right now. Please give me the strength to say no to the devil and yes to you. No to that sin and yes to you, to follow you, regardless of how difficult it may first appear to be, so that you may give me the gift of righteousness and the grace to achieve it. Thank you, Jesus. Please come into my heart and life 
as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If you've just said that prayer and meant it, you are now born again spiritually to eternal life and you've become a citizen of heaven. That is a son or daughter of God in heaven. Isn't that fantastic news? And if you are sick, he wants to heal your body as well. So lay your hand on your sick body or your pain. And first of all, we are going to speak to the sickness and tell it to go in Jesus' name because you now have the authority of Jesus to drive that sickness out of your body. Speak to your sickness, name your sickness and say, sickness, name it. Leave my body right now in Jesus' name. Pain. Leave my body right now in Jesus' name. Speak to your body. Say, body, be healed in Jesus' name. Now I want you to pray to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you want to heal me. Please lay your hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. I receive your healing now in Jesus' name. And you will be healed. Even if you've got Ebola virus, you will be healed from that. But stay in bed until you are totally healed and do not touch anybody. Just lie there. If they give you food, do not give the plates back. That will have to be destroyed. Anything given to you and your sheets and everything will have to be burnt when you are healed. You will have to burn it. Don't let anybody else burn it. You've got to conquer that that way as well. Keep healthy. Do not touch anybody. But pray to Jesus. Lay your hand on you as you just did now. You've said that prayer. Ebola virus, go in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, lay your hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. We've had quite a number of people healed from Ebola virus already doing just that in their homes. So Jesus can set you free. Please pray every day, get to know God. He will speak to you, so don't be afraid when you hear his still, small, gentle voice. He will open the scriptures to you, so buy yourself a Bible. And join a Bible-believing church and tell somebody else what you've done. Be open with the wonderful decision you have made because you don't want to take your friends to heaven as well with you. You don't just want to go alone. The only thing you can take to heaven with you is those people that you bring to Jesus. So repeat the gospel message. It is the greatest message in the whole world. There's no other message that can change a person's life so radically and so wonderfully than the gospel message of Jesus. God bless you, and I will now hand back to Pastor Emmanuel Bobble. Thank you very much, Susan, this morning to give in the word of faith to the nation of
belonging to Christ because Jesus is always the way. And 85% of Muslims, we are now seeing them coming to Christ because they have seen the evidence, the testimony, what God has done to the other places. And even this morning when I came to the media by 7.30 and um, the brother was just telling me, he said, Pastor, we know that you are really upset because of your car. They have proved that we screamed, they have taken battery. He said, but we have many, many, many calls as we can in this radio. They said, people are Muslims as returning to Christ. They said, they have never seen this kind of things. When we pray, and now their town has already free from the power of Ebola. That's made me this morning, you know, when they sharing the testimony, I have in the great joy, you know. But the enemy is the enemy. So but we believe that what people you have got the message this morning, and then the Lord Jesus Christ is only the way, the truth, and the life. I want to encourage you, and then do touch, and then stay where you are, and then do your prayer. After the whole exercise, find the Bible-believing church and go to the church. This is the only way that you can have in yourself to be set free from the power of Ebola, from the power of darkness. This is the only way Jesus Christ is where I want to encourage you to go to the churches on next week and then go there. <laughs> Your name will be right in the book of life. Your name will be right in the book of life. So please, we want to encourage you. Be part of what God is doing. We want to thank God. And this morning, Susanna said something which I've been saying that on this radio about a minute ago. 